Welcome to the podcast by MSD Animal Health, the podcast series from and for the swine community. Today, our host Mikael Kolel, Global Technical Director, and his Voice of the Reason counterpart, Stefan von Berg, Technical Director for Europe, had the chance to spend some time with Professor Sanchez Vicaino chatting about immunology. So let's go to it. My name is Olivia Flor, Global Marketing Director for MSD Animal Health, and I hope you enjoy today's conversation. Okay, we, we really enjoy very much this talk and which one we review what's important are the factor to have a wonderful vaccine, which are the key points to obtain a good vaccine and also the way of administrations, how to use the vaccine and different roads or not, if it's important, that topic or not important, and also very important, how to use it in a good and adequate vaccination program and control program of the diseases. We even include the important factor of human factor and this uh, eradication and control animal. So what's quite quick, but very complete. And I hope you enjoy very much. Hi, welcome again to another PICAST. Today it's a pleasure. Uh, probably we, we say every day that it's a pleasure, but today is a huge, huge pleasure because we have with us someone that uh, it's it's in in my memory since I was uh, uh, starting to have um, like. Jose Manuel, don't take that personally. I don't want to tell you that you are an old guy because you have experience. This is what I want to say, Jose Manuel, because it's one of these. Do you know this book? Well, for sure that some of you know that this, this one. So in the times that no one from Spain was publishing even a, a single thing in a book, he, uh, I, I mean related to, to, to what it was because uh, Cervantes was publishing a book <laughs> before that. No? But in that time, we were having someone from Spain publishing in, in, in diseases book, so it was the only one. And he was publishing about African swine fever. So we have Jose Manuel with us uh, that we will discuss today uh, about immunology. Jose Manuel Sanchez Vizcaino, he has a broad experience. He's, a, he's really very well known. He's a professor he in, in, um, in Barcelona, in, in, in Complutense, <laughs> Universidad Complutense of Madrid. He gains the, come on, Jose Manuel, sorry for that. He gains a degree at the University of Complutense of Madrid. He has a postgraduate in immunology and virology at Cornell uh, University of New York. He's a full professor, as I say, of animal health at the vet school in the Complutense of Madrid in Spain. He's director of the reference lab for African swine fever, the world one that belongs to OAE. So, um, you know, if someone, uh, even I think that we need to change the name instead of saying African swine fever, we should say uh, Jose Manuel's uh, swine fever because he's, he's the one who knows more about, about this, this disease. And, and not only for that, for the knowledge that he has about uh, immunology diseases. So we want to, to, to have a, a kind of discussion around immunology. And you know that I'm that guy that I appear at the beginning of this podcast. I'm saying hello to everybody. I present the, uh, which is the invite, the my guest. And also I present, which is the guy from our team that will do that. So, and for me, it's a pleasure to have someone from, from our uh, team, uh, my colleague that from, it's from, from Europe, that is a Stefan von Berg. Uh, I don't know if I pronounce von Berg correctly, but I try to, Stefan. Yeah, you, you, you did your very best and, and, 
It's okay. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So now, now yeah. uh, uh, well, first of all, Jose Manuel, welcome. And I give you the chance to, to, to have this nice discussion with us uh, that will be led by, by Stefan. Okay. So, thank you very much, Miguel. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Miguel. And um, also welcome from my side, uh, Professor uh, Sanchez Vizcaino. Very, I was very impressed. Um, by looking at at your your work that you've done and and the experience is really really impressive so really thank you for for being here with us and and discussing the the topics that we would like to to pick up today and um i would like to take the the opportunity that i have in talking to you with your with your vast background in immunology and um to start, let's say quite general, um, what is your idea or what is your opinion on the best way to create an, say, or create an, a vaccine? What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> okay, thank you, Stefan, for the question and thank you for the welcome. It's for mm -hmm. me a great pleasure to be with you all and I hope we can enjoy these conversations. You know, a vaccine, no, a vaccine is like a food or a, a cocktail. You need mm -hmm. good products. You need a good product to have a good, a good drink, or in this case, to have a good vaccine. So the, the most important for a vaccine is to, to, see, to, to have one germ, one virus or bacteria that can have proteins that are target immune proteins. So that means that this protein can stimulate the production of neutralizing antibodies or blocking antibodies. This is very important. Not only antibodies, efficient antibodies, that's important, as well as good stimulation of cell-mediated immunity. These are very important because, as you know, there are viruses that they don't have that particular protein, and that's why we are crazy uh, looking for a vaccine, like the case of ASF. Mm. In, in the same time, also, it's very good if it's not changed too much. I mean, it's not genetically great variations, you know, because that means that if you have a vaccine, it will be stable for around the world. So we are talking about vaccines that can be globally used, not locally used. So in mm. that case, you, you need a, it's good, it's good when you have a virus or a bacteria don't change too much, don't have genetic variations quickly. This is also a very important point to have a good vaccine. Also, it's important uh, to, to know that the, the duration of this immunity, if it's going to good or if it's going to be short, this kind of part is very important to have a good vaccine. And, and finally, perhaps to have other, other products like a good adjuvant, very good adjuvants, and, and, and a vaccine that allows you to, to produce attenuated or dead vaccine or deleted vaccine. So all this. So it's very important, the characteristic of the products. In my life, as you said, I am a, a very old man, like Miguel also said. <laughs> I have the opportunity to work with viruses. Uh, mainly I work with viruses. May work with viruses that was very easy to go in, like African horsiness, that was a very easy virus, beautiful proteins, very clear, beautiful neutralizing antibodies, beautiful, not big changes. So this, this kind of things are, are very important. 
uh, to make a, a relatively easier vaccine. And the positive is African swine fever. <laughs> it's a very, very complicated virus to do it. But uh, still, in that situation, we, we are now uh, very, very, you know, every day more close to have a good product in the future. But because we are doing uh, different focusings of the point. Mm. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> you were you were elaborating on the on the different components, and I very like I very much like the 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 the, the picture of the cocktail. You know yeah. that that a, a really good cocktail, first of all, has the right components, the 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 good mixture of flavors, and enough but not too much alcohol <laughs> so here we are talking vaccine safety a bit okay <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so two main components of course as i understood the antigen the antigen yeah. component and the adjuvant component yeah. Yeah, um, yeah if we if we dive a bit deeper into the the antigen part you you were already elaborating on on that you We prefer to have a clear, let's say, target protein that is able to create an immune response to get a neutralizing or blocking antibody, of yeah. course. Um, can you, can you uh, yeah, go a bit deeper on what really makes or what is the characteristic of a potent antigen? Um, Usually are proteins that are very easy to be detected by the immune system. Mm -hmm. So that means that the proteins are normally in the surface, and this is very important to make it very easy to be detected in the, for the immune system, because uh, there are viruses that they, they are very immunogenic, and they have a lot of proteins and a very important reaction, immune reaction, but none of them are neutralizing or blocking or, or they don't uh, blocking the receptor because they are not in the surface and they are not easy to be detected by the virus. So I mean by the immune system. So it's important to have this virus, uh, this protein on the surface where they can be uh, very easily analyzed or if they are uh, infected as cells, they can be also presented in the membrane of the infected cell so that also can be killed the infected cell of the virus easily. So, so sometimes, and, and viruses that are complicated, they don't have that beautiful presentations. They are not so nice. They go with a big coat, you mm. know, they go with a coat like a, <laughs> in, in winter in Germany, you know. Yeah. Have, <laughs> so you, you don't allow the immune system to see, to see you, even not to see you, not even the face, yeah. nothing. You know? yeah. that's, the, that's the problem. Yeah. Let me let me be evil here. Uh, sorry, 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 sorry. Let me be the evil. I, I like to be the evil sometimes, you know. Well, come on, Jose Manuel. After after all these years with African swine fever, saying that you were going behind a vaccine, and and then it comes these these guys, these these young guys that in a few months they they produce a, a coronavirus vaccine, and you 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 were not able after all these years to produce an African swine fever vaccine. Come on. Sorry for this evilness. No, so. <laughs> You know, Michael, probably... Oh, sorry for that. <laughs> I, I, I walk very slowly. It must be that one. So, but, <laughs> but, but then I, I, have, I have, Miguel, uh, I have to defend him because probably if, we, if he would have gotten the budget that the people now have for coronavirus vaccine research, it would have been done probably 10 years ago. No, but, so. but the thing is, it's not only, it's not only yeah, the budget, 
we, we now we, we have quite a lot budget already. We, I cannot be concerned about that. I'm happy. The problem is, is that the coronavirus is really a very easy, simple virus. It's, it's not complicated. We we know that the corona is a virus that is very popular, and not only this virus, not this COVID, but in general, corona. And as you know, they 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 have a beautiful, beautiful glycoproteins that induce beautiful neutralizing antibodies, and they are very easy to be detected by the virus. And I knew from the beginning when COVID started, the problem with COVID started, that the vaccine will be easy to produce. Uh, the, the, the point is uh, how, for how much or for how many people are going to be available and, and when. But that's the only question I have about Corona. I know vaccine will be for sure uh, done. They don't have also Corona, also don't have big changes and the, the stability of Corona relatively very high. Even for an RNA, it's a very stable virus. Is they have little mutation like most of the RNA, but even in the case of Corona, he knows how to protect it, to, to not make these big changes and the uh, little mutations. It's quite stable, Corona. It's not big, big changes. And at the same time, it's very immunogenic. So that mm. I knew that it, if we're going to have vaccine for, for sure, uh, I don't know when, because this is another point, especially for the, the trials, you know, the, the human trial. But they also are very lucky because, for example, in my case, and I don't want to, to think in that um, this is the reason why the vaccine, NASF is complicated. But, you know, NASF, you cannot do in vitro assays. You, you can immunize animals, but you are then you have to do the challenge because they don't have a, a clear immune response that proves you if they control the virus or not. They don't, need, they don't have neutralizing antibodies, so you never can test it. In Corona, you can immunize humans and you don't have to do the challenge. You just take the blood and see if they have serum neutralization or not, or good stimulation cell-mediated immunity. But in the case of ASF, it's impossible. So at them, all kind of, uh, of testing to, to, to find a, a potential vaccine, you have to go to the peaks, infected peaks, make challenge, etc. And also the challenge, it's complicated because it's not just one challenge for every every vaccine you know have depending on the virus isolation because there are many 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 big it's a big changeable and there are many asf isolates in different part of the world and not always are cross reactivity for a big immunizations so it's mm. I, I don't want to tell you. I don't want to cry with you. I, I really don't no, want to. Sorry, sorry, but I have the temptation to jump into that, and I promise that I will behave. No, no, I, I understand you, Mikael, but I, I don't want to cry so much, but believe me, it's quite complicated, this, this virus. And, and if we are now doing beautiful, beautiful new approaches, it's because of the knowledge in molecular biology, more than in immunology. So we, we know in immunology that they are at very important, the immune response, because it's very immunogenic and they have good antibodies production, good cell-mediated immunity. So the, the, the reaction of ASF is important, but we still don't know which proteins are the ones that induce this kind of immune reaction. So we don't have characterized that. So that's, what's, that's is the reasons why we are doing now a different approach. The approach that we are doing now is thanks to the genetic, the molecular genetic studies that 
show us that there are some genes that are very much related with virulence. So we know that if you reduce the virulence and one virus isolates and you put an animal, the animal is going to have the chance to produce some immune reaction and they will not be killed so quickly because this is another problem of ASF is high mortality. So they very quickly kill the animal with almost no, even not immune response. So if you, if you remove these uh, genes, you can uh, re reduce the virulence of the strain so you can have immune re reaction to these new uh, mutants or delayed vaccine or attenuated vaccine, okay? So it's better to obtain a potential vaccine in the future by the knowledge of the genetic, of the molecular genetic of ASF that really understand well the immunoreactions and the proteins that are induced, that immunoreactions. Because many, many proteins are inducing antibodies, but none of them are neutralizing. So, you know, so you say, what is the neutralizing? Probably there are not, or some other protein are blocking the neutralizing presentation. So this is why today, uh, if you read uh, more in the last years, there was more ASF prototype, but are mainly based on the virulence, not on the immunomechanism. Hmm. I don't know if you understand the point. Yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's it's clear and and it makes sense and. Um, and uh, this this adds to to a thought that I frequently have when we are discussing um, infections and vaccines, and this is that we are dealing with uh, at least two different biological systems. We are dealing with the pathogen, and we are dealing with the host. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, often in the in the discussions that we have, the host is a bit neglected because everybody is looking at the virus because, of course, the virus is the bad thing. Um, but um, uh, a lot of a lot of things that determine a vaccine efficacy, for example, is happening on the side of the host. Um, and uh, and this is partly what what you already already described. And um, but I would like to take the opportunity because Miguel brought us on this on this detour with uh, COVID nineteen, um, and uh, but it sticks to the topic that we were discussing because um, there are a lot of vaccine candidates for for uh, COVID nineteen that are discussed now also in the media that rely on mRNA techniques. Yeah. Uh, do you have thoughts? Do you have uh, uh, opinions on on that? Um, because it's are not that common for for vaccines um, to be based on that. Yeah, this is uh, this is also connecting with your point. The mm. point that you mentioned at the beginning, when you have a big budget to <laughs> to do vaccine, and yes. there are so many already candidates, you have mm. to make a different way, a different approach, a different a different strategy to find something different. And that's why in, in COVID at this moment, as you said, there are many other strategies that never are used normally until now in the vaccine productions. But this is more related with the looking for more because mm -hmm. I really honestly don't think that is needed, mm -hmm. this new technology in COVID, in COVID vaccine or in COVID vaccination. Okay. I really think yeah. so. Yeah, that's interesting. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and um, so we were already talking a bit about complicated pathogens, 
to get an immune response and to 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 make a vaccine work and um, i would like to 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 move to another complicated pathogen uh, and um, this is uh, a bacteria it's lasonia intracellularis and um, you know that there are so different let's say vaccine approaches present for lasonia um, and from your point of view, what are the challenges or what would be the challenges in creating a Lasonia vaccine? Well, I, I think Lasonia in some way is like a virus because, mm -hmm. you know, they, they go intracellular too and they, they have something in common with, with, the, with, the, with the viruses in general. It's not just bacteria. It's a bacteria that is inside the one. Interesting cell. thought, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you... You need to, to, to think in two ways, to think in when the, the bacteria is out and when the bacteria could be, could be in. No? Mm. And, but um, I, I think that the, the, the vaccines that are already available look like they are running well. And it's, it's, it's running uh, with different ways because some of them are orally, others are intramuscular. And, and also they have a trouble to do it. And is that there is no neutralizing also. So they, they have to make challenge if you want to know exactly how the, the, the efficiency of, of the vaccine is. Because, uh, you know, this is a very typical of this kind of, of products, but it's a little complication to have a clear immune marker. Because in the case of Lausonia, if you read, some, some people said, well, this vaccine that is vaccinated in this road is making a beautiful immune response. And it's, it's, it's clear to, to look for, a, for immuno, immunogenic reaction. It's relatively easy to see that you increase CDA, CDA4, or whatever, immunoglobulin in general, etc. But at the end, I think the most important for this particular germ, like for viruses that are not neutralizing, the only way to do it is by challenge. And mm -hmm. I think we have challenge when you really can valorate it well the efficiency of one vaccine or another, or also by clinical cases. You know, this is the other mm -hmm. evaluation. You see with you vaccinated in one farm with this disease, what is, is going when the disease is reducing the problem, is reducing all the pathology or diarrheas and all these kind of problems or not. This is the important issues that there are not a clear way of message in vitro. You need to do clean mm -hmm. trial or clinical evaluations and infected farm. And this is why make a little more complicated. Uh, this is a, also a, a very interesting, a very interesting bacteria. I like it, your question because it's, it's similar to the complicated virus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We are, we are aware of that. And, um, and um, so, just to, to recap and uh, to make sure that I understand you correctly, that one of the challenges is that um, you um, that Lasonia is an intracellular organism, um, yeah. like the viruses, uh, and that um, you have uh, you, you don't have a clear marker like a, a, a titer of an antibody for the for the um, vaccine efficacy. Yeah, because it's not neutralizing mm. bacteria. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, um, and we have been talking about the the two different, let's say, approaches to the vaccination. Um, yes. 
And this brings me to, to the question that you have when you want to vaccinate and you have done all yeah. that, you have picked your, your antigen, you have chosen your adjuvant, which we neglected a bit in the discussion because I think the adjuvant also plays a very important role. Maybe we'll come to that um, later. Um, and now you, you have for a pathogen, you know the route of infection. Yeah. Well, yeah, we should know them because understanding pathophysiology is the first step. Um, and now, uh, what, is, what, what are your thoughts on vaccination technique that, let's say, mimic the route of infection, the natural one, or techniques that, that bypass them, for example, intramuscular vaccination, intradermal yeah. vaccination? <clears throat> let, me, let me add one, one point here, Jose Bueno, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, and if I'm not wrong, the, one of the African swine fever uh, projects that you were uh, on it is, is an oral vaccine of an African swine fever. So, mm -hmm. so uh, and probably it's, it's going on the other way around. So uh, we, we, we tend to think that uh, an African swine fever vaccine, it should be uh, intramuscular. Mm. But you were working in a in an oral one. We may think that uh, <laughs> allow Sonia vaccine it should be oral, and we work in an intramuscular one. So come on, what what happens with that's this an one? interesting we point. Are, yeah, we are, then, then. We, we are yeah. crazy or what? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's a confusion to be cleared up. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, Michael. You, you, uh, you should say I don't want to answer that. We will understand. So. <laughs> I will, I will, I will to answer. I, 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 you are thinking probably this guy is getting too old and he's almost crazy, but it's, it's not true. We, we are working in two different <laughs> models in ASF. We are working in one model for wild boar and other model for a domestic pig, okay? The, 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 the ones that we are working already and the ones that are already more in advance are the ones that we are preparing for wild boar protection. The reasons why we start with wild war first is because, as you know, in the biggest problem that we have in ASF and Europe, in the European Union, is uh, the wild boar populations and the wild boar infection. And that's why uh, we, we concentrated in the first step for wild boar. And in wild boar, it's impossible to immunize wild boar animals with the injection. Is, is going to be impossible. So we, we, we are working in, in, in vaccines that can be vaccinated by bait. And so we design a beautiful bait that the wild boar love it. And, and, and they're going to eat the vaccine like crazy. And that is important. That's we also, we study a lot if overdoses can be a problem or not for the animals. If they eat more than one or two baits, what happened? But the, the reasons why we are working in oral vaccination is in that case for wild boar. For commercial animals, that is more complicated. It's possible to do it by water or wherever, but people uh, in general prefer uh, to control more the doses of infection by injection. And then in the domestic, we are working in oral vaccination, but also intradermic vaccination and intramuscular vaccination. And so the, uh, the point is that the point of the question that I thought Stefan would like to know is if there are any relationships between the immunization road and the mm -hmm. challenge road. In, in, the case, in, the yes. case of, in the case of wild boar, uh, we, we are immuni immunizing orally for two reasons. One, because it's impossible to do by other, 
And secondly, because the route of infection mainly is going to be orally as well. In general, NASF infection is mainly orally. So we think it's, it's a good design. In the domestic one, uh, we are working on three different roads, and, and, and we include intradermic, and, and curiously, intradermic is giving also beautiful results in that. So the road, and, and the road it's important, but it's not so critical uh, as we thought at the beginning, because uh, uh, you, you, you have in, in the, at, at present or currently, a lot of vaccines that are, uh, are the natural infection is respiratory or is uh, oral infection, and you have vaccine intradermic or intramuscular that is working good, and, and, and you have also by vaccination intramuscular and infection orally that is working good. So we have many samples in the, in, the, in, the in the current situations of vaccine that are intramuscular, but the infection, the natural infection is oral or respiratory, like mycoplasma or many other, and it's working good. Why? Because the immune system really is a combination of both cellular and humoral immunity, and by both system, uh, the stimulation is quite good, even by orally or by intramuscular. And intradermic is also the same. They have a, a lot of dendritic cells that are fantastic presentation for antigen. And at the end, what you need is that the, the antigen can be well presented to the immune response. And that is mm. the way. So at, at this moment, I don't think that the point or the critical point is, uh, is, is the root of uh, immunization uh, or the root of the challenge. Important is probably when you don't have a good method, a good technology, a good test, to evaluate it in vitro, you have to do the, the challenge. And mm -hmm. the challenge is the one that is going to tell you what's better. I think this is interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's the, the... The reason for the wild board is more a practical <laughs> reason. We cannot practice with the intramuscular in, in the field. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that makes sense. Absolutely. And... Um, uh, you brought up an interesting uh, comparison, an interesting point, and this is the mycoplasma vaccination, where we were using or where we are using intramuscular or intradermal vaccinations for many, many years now. Mm -hmm. And this is not the root of infection, and it works perfectly. Yeah. Um, and and there, there is something where I see a similarity between mycoplasma and Lossonia, vaccines yeah. because what you want them to do is to create a mucosal immunity you need the yes. the you need the immunity on the uh, respiratory um, epithelium for 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 mycoplasma and on the on the gut for for losonia and um, what is what do you think um, because from my knowledge the adjuvant has a lot of impact on the capability of the vaccine to create a mucosal immunity or not. What are your thoughts on that? What is your experience? Well, uh, mucosal immunity is, is, is terribly important, especially in respiratory or digestive uh, infection. Mm. And it's very important because the, the way of presentations is, is a little different. Uh, I, I think presentations, antigen presentations and antigen manipulations to be presented to the immune system is a very important issue, and it's a very important the way how they do it. And not mm -hmm. all the all the presenting cells are making very much similar 
a strategy to be presented, but the, the efficiency is probably different, and the efficiency probably is very important to evaluate it. That's why I think it's a good topic, the one that Miguel and you already are asking me, what is the best road for immunization if you want really to obtain the best immunity? And as, as you already also indicated, uh, so far, we know by, by current situations that don't look critical in many diseases. That is the same if it's respiratory and you make the vaccine intramuscular because you have good protection, even respiratory protection. The point here is how much we can increase if we use the same route of immunization and the same road of infection. And I think to do a comparative study will be fantastic to do a fantastic experiment in vivo using root immunizing by the oral infection, for example, mm -hmm. because it's the natural one or respiratory one, and make it the challenge by the root where normally the infection disease starts. In the case of mycoplasma is respiratory, in the case, you know, by mm -hmm. the root. Yeah. And see if there are differences when you compare the same experiment and the same conditions. But so far, I don't see any experiments that clearly presented differences in this way. I mean, it's no work done, mm -hmm. at least mm -hmm. to my knowledge, uh, that has been compared this situation. You understand my point? Yeah, I yeah, I, yeah, I understand, yeah, yeah. And actually, we did, um, our colleagues in our research and development department, they did a comparative trials between in Lausonia between an orally administered vaccine and an intramuscular administered vaccine. Uh -huh. uh, so we have, we have uh, indications um, uh, on that um, point. Um, don't want to, to elaborate too much on that. Um, so, but the, the, the main point is that, and, and, and this is a quote from you that I really would like to highlight is that, um, that you don't need to follow the route of the challenge with the route of vaccination to have an efficacious vaccine. Yeah. That's, that's really an important, important that's, point. Yeah. Uh, and I fully agree with that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But will yeah. be good to do that experiment and see what happens if you do the following, the, the route of infection with the route of administration. <laughs> That's going to be good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Um, and uh, especially because you are one of the leading experts in African swine fever, and we, we've been touching as an already and it is a, it is it is still an important topic for us in the swine world and um and uh, it got pushed to the side a bit uh, by by covid-19 which we also already discussed a bit but i would i would come back to african swine fever for a moment okay uh, um and my first question that 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 is interesting for me and also for the swine industry in total um where are we at this moment regarding the risk. I mean, we have infected areas in Eastern Europe. We have this spot in Belgium. We have this really old spot in Sardinia. Uh, what is your, do you have uh, up-to-date information on what yeah. is happening in, the, in, in that sphere? Okay, Sardinia is the best, the best news I can give you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. 
<laughs> because you know an ASF to have good news is not very frequent. So. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> going to give you a good news. In Sardinia, uh, we we already have more than one year with no any outbreak at all and no infected animal in wild or domestic. Okay. And so we're going. To, they are preparing the declarations to be free. Of, of ASF in the island after mm-hmm. being infected since 1978. And, and you will not say that, Jose Manuel, but this is thanks to you. Uh, and I know that that's true. So no, the people, they don't know that. But if that happens after all these years, uh, it has been uh, Dr. Jose Manuel arriving there to solve that. And that's, that's the reality. And he will not say that because he's so humble. But this is the reality. After so many years, uh, yeah. they need to have someone like you going there and, and solve the problem. Eh? No. But that's, that's really impressive. So, so what did they do? What, how did they achieve that to that uh, point? I, I was very glad that the uh, Sardinian administrations called me to, to work with, the, with, with them, with the team. They, they make a fantastic team, an ASF. But the, and how I, I really give light to the problem was to detect it exactly what was the problem, the chronic problems that they have, that they don't have, uh, by the time I arrived, they don't have clear what was the reservoir of the virus and mm-hmm. what was the real problem. So the problem of Sardinia, even that sometime they, some other colleagues uh, make it a little probability that could be that, but we prove it totally that the, they have a special productions that was like a free-ranging peak in, mm-hmm. in an area of Sardinia, in mainly in the area of Nuoro, where the, this animal are living in, in absolutely free-ranging. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the owner of the peaks coming once in a while to, give, to provide food. And, mm-hmm. but, and, and generally, the animal was um, like wild. But the advantage is that they was eating beautiful grass and beautiful mm. products, natural products. And, and so the, the testing of this animal was fantastic, quite different than the regular domestic one. And so mm. that was a product that traditionally the Sardinian people use for a long period of time. And they don't want to stop that. They don't want to stop this. Of course not, yeah. Mm. yeah. So when you have to change traditions, that are wrong traditions from the health point of view, but our traditions are very difficult. It's the same problem I have now in China or in, in mm. Korea and many other Asian countries or African countries. The, the traditions are difficult to change mm-hmm. and they take you time. So the first thing we did was to prove exactly with a very important and interesting experiments to prove and to show the colleagues, uh, especially the administration, that was that was the real problem. The, 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 these mm-hmm. uh, three ranching peaks, they called Prado peaks, the Prado peaks were the problems. So it was very difficult to convince the people because uh, in, 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 in control of diseases, sometimes it's not only to know how to do it, it's also how to convince the people. Mm. <laughs> to convince people sometimes is more difficult yes. than finding the solution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I, I, can give you, I can give you many samples mm. that I am living now recently with so many different scenarios, you know, the Asian scenario, the African scenario, the European scenario that is different on one side to another. So there are many different scenarios and there are many traditional 
uh, behaviors that are making very difference. And in Sardinia, that was the biggest problem. Uh, at the beginning, all the area was against us. They don't allow mm -hmm. us to finish with that situation. So we have to wait for convince and later continuing. Finally, everybody was happy and finally was able to finish with the problem that so for many years was very difficult, you know? Yeah. So that's that's, uh, that's what happened, but that's the good news. Now, the other news are, um, are more complicated because they also have their own tradition, you know? And, and Europe, mm -hmm. we have, and Europe in general, Europe, Central, East and West, we have several epidemiological scenarios. We have one scenarios in the European Union, especially most of the countries in the European Union, our problem is the wild boar. Mm. And, and thanks to our biosecurity and the good management of our farmers, our farms are quite safety and avoid the contact with the wild boar. But the infection is mainly on wild boar. It's on infection mm. in Bulgaria and Romania and in some way in Poland as well. But the rest of the European Union is mainly wild boar. And the problems that we have in wild boar is that we have a very high population. Mm. They increase a lot the population and was so easy, they infected their cell easily. Because you know, just one car case that died of ASF infected many other pigs, just with one, or just mm -hmm. with a little blood, they're going to infect them a lot. So that's yeah. why it's created. And so the relaxation, the, the reduced, the population is important, but, but also one vaccinations could be helped very much to stop. That's happened a long time ago. I don't, I don't know if you remember with, uh, yes, with classical swine fever in mm -hmm. Germany. You remember yep. that we several, a few, you know, a sporadic outbreak and domestic. And finally, uh, we, uh, they used the, the Chinese strain for the attenuated Chinese strain for classical swine fever. And the situation was finished in two years. Two mm -hmm. years and a half was finished the problem in wild boar. So, that's why we are working on that solution for ASF, because we think that can help the European mm -hmm. Union situations. But also in, in Asia, it's a lot of wild boar, and they still don't note it. They already have so much outbreak in domestic, because they use thrill feeding, they use many traditions that are horrible for ASF, and, and they yeah. make the paradise, the paradise of the ASF because of these things that uh, they still don't notice the wild boar is probably the biggest, one of the biggest problems for the transmission from different places to another, because they only, uh, they only mentioned three or break already or four, and, mm. and they have a lot of more population of wild boar that we have in Europe. And yeah. more than 300,000, so, you know, a lot of, of wild boar and very few domestic. So the, 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 the epidemiological scenarios are so different that you have to use a different strategy. It's not a single recipe to mm, control mm, any, any yeah. disease. And in particular, these diseases where the traditions, the culture, and many other factors are so important. You have to really adequate the control and the eradication program each of these scenarios. And that is what happened in Sardinia. We adapted one eradication program to Sardinia and work. And we mm. have to do that with many other examples. Otherwise, it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. So uh, we've been discussing about antigens and adjuvants and vaccination roads. And um, 
in the end, what we what we see a lot in animal health that. Uh, you might have all of that if you do not convince the people it's all in vain so that's so uh, doing animal health and especially food production swine it's it's also a lot of people management so that's that's for sure interesting and it's a it's an often neglected skill <laughs> right stefan you're right i i i i i study more now <laughs> in, the last, in the last 10 years or 15 years i study more the human behavior than the big behavior i'm probably going to be completely crazy in the future stefan yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised i'm not surprised at all <laughs> absolutely not yeah absolutely it's important. Not. important the topic that you mentioned Human yeah. is unbelievable, and 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 that's the reasons why the single recipe doesn't work. Yes, the single recipe doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 really that's really interesting, and and that's 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 even a topic that's worth uh, an extra edition of of that podcast. <laughs> so to 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 manage will, the the different. I'm really happy to be invited <laughs> <Yeah>. for for <laughs> this. Psychological and psychiatric. <laughs> Wait, no, I, <laughs> well, you know, uh, Jose Manuel, we try to do everything. I think that we 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 are uh, here to serve you and to help you. No, I, I think that it's been no, Stefan. I think that it's been a great a great uh, podcast. Uh, in this case, a podcast. Remember, this is the mm -hmm. name podcast. Podcast, yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I think that that we were uh, pro probably around round out of, of of time here, and I don't know, Stefan, if you have some something to add. Mm. I just uh, no, I, I I just have to add that I'm 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 very happy that I had this opportunity to uh, to talk to you. It was very very interesting, very pleasant. It was really I mean, yeah. really good. So thank you very much. Yeah, and I think that uh, all the audience also will enjoy uh, that. And uh, and I think that today all the audience, they will realize something that uh, I didn't mention when I was uh, going through your short bio, uh, Jose Manuel. <laughs> I didn't mention that you are a director of a lot of PhD, so more than more than 28 or 30 or something like this. So, uh, and you know, to, to be director of these kind of things, uh, it brings you to the thought that that uh, doctor, a doctor is someone that uh, doctor, the, the, the word doctor comes from docere. Docere means to teach. So, uh, and, and today for sure that we have this doctor that is giving this this uh, this teaching to us. And for sure that today we are more uh, more clever thanks to to what it was uh, giving to us, Doctor Jose Manuel Sanchez with Caino. So I just have nothing that uh, my uh, expression to say thank you for being there. And thank you for this really perfect time where we were enjoying a lot, Jose Manuel. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for you, really. I enjoy very much. Uh, I'm very happy. I have a wonderful conversation and I have a very fun and wonderful time. Thank you for the invitation. So thank you very much. Thank you very much. With, with that, we finish another uh, session of our podcast and hope to see you, to hear you in the next one. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast and for spending some time with us. We will see you next time for more relevant information about everything we want to know in the swine business. Take care.